Hey baby. This is Theory with an I. And this is Danny with the Y. And you are tuned in to Eating Rotten Apples. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm Gucci. Gucci. What theory? Sorry. Okay. See, I'm actually pretty good. That's good. That's good to hear. Um again, we wanted to say thank you guys all for the love and the support that you guys have been showing us throughout these few weeks i i'm very grateful for everything that you guys have done for us and all the questions and the comments that you guys are leaving on the instagram account is amazing um and the feedback too. and the feedback as well and that's where we are today there was somebody that was in the comments that listened to a previous podcast episode where it was my drug addiction and I was telling that I said that I got kicked out when I was 16. We're going to talk about Danny getting kicked out. Yep. And and to be fair, uh, this isn't an episode to bash my mom or bash any parents that have kicked out their children. Would I personally kick my child out? No. Especially at the age of 16, I wouldn't. But that's me. And if i was my mom maybe i would have too um i i wasn't the the ray of sunshine that i am today so yeah i was kicked out when i was 16. and um it was the memory is pretty foggy uh i do know that i was partying a lot i was very dismissive of my mom's concerns. I was sneaking out, I was going to parties, I was smoking marijuana. Um, I would occasionally get drunk at these parties when I would sneak out. I lost my virginity, you know. I, I even threw a party in the house. Um, so, and I was sneaking people in the house, it was like, it, I was a handful. I was very promiscuous. Um, not saying it was her fault at all, but it was, I always was reminded that I was such a, you know, a partier. I was, you know, having sex. So I kind of fed into that narrative mm -hmm. that my mom was feeding me. So it was, I, I remember to the day when I got kicked out though. But before you even talk about that, I still feel like even though you were smoking marijuana, having sex, sneaking out, having parties, like that's still not like a reason to kick your kid out. Even though there are a lot of parents and for instance, your mom that can't fully handle all of that. Like yeah. there's only so much that a parent can handle. Like yeah. if my kid was constantly like partying, doing this and doing that and like doing a third, first off, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. Because yeah. there's obviously something. Like, maybe you just want to, like, go have fun and, like, do teenager things. That's what teenagers do. Yeah, that's... So, I really don't think that you should even say, like, you know, I was, like, doing all this yeah. stuff. Because, nor like, honestly, that's still not a reason to kick anyone out. Yeah. And it's, it's under understandably, you had that perspective because that's how I raised you. But yeah. from my mother's perspective, it was... I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to be told what to do, how to act. And I was not behaving in the way that my mom has, you know, raised me to be. Yeah, again, but she also 
put it in your head that you're acting a certain way when you truly yes. you weren't. So you were acting out of that way. I was literally only being a teenager. You were. Every teenager, not every, but most teenagers do act like that. Would I have done the things, like, would I have snuck out uh, in the middle of the night to go to these parties with men, men that we met on these chat rooms? Absolutely not. And she just instilled fear in me. I was always terrified of... Um, you know, the repercussions that would have came from my actions, but I would rather have dealt with the repercussions than mm -hmm. to not have an experience with somebody that I felt like cared about me. Like I always felt like my friends loved me more, which was never the case. Because mm -hmm. I can't say that my mom didn't love me. It was just her actions were kind of questionable. And again, I am not, you know, justifying her her. Her behavior and I'm not here to ridicule her of her the ways that she raised me mm -hmm. but these are just my thoughts on my upbringing I was making dinner I remember I was making these hamburgers and I was trying to surprise her and she came home the dishes were not done and she lost her shit so I know it wasn't just that I know it was just me becoming a teenager. I, I was mouthy. I, I, like when she would try to beat me at that age, at 16, I, I wasn't allowing her to beat me anymore. It was like, it wasn't working for me. It <clears throat> like infuriated me. I was like, I'm getting pissed off. Like you can't keep on hitting me. Ah. You can, you can keep hitting your Especially when they're, I mean, I, I understand you can like, discipline your kid okay but yeah. like for your kid to be 16 17 18 and you're like not even like disciplining like laying your hand yeah like all due closed fist yeah all due respect like would i ever really want to put my hands on you no but like if you're like squaring up with me like about to punch me in my face like yeah. i have to protect myself in some way yeah like yeah but everyone would get fed up yeah yeah and my type of parents that's how they were raised so they yeah. were also raised in a time where the parent is always right the parent disciplines their children by physically abusing them and and that is the, her cycle she she was also in a, a cycle of that's how that's how she was raised so that's how she she raised mm -hmm. there does come a point where parents my, as myself want to get out of that cycle and th that is the reason why I decided to raise you as as the way that I did because in all reality we were all teens we were all screaming attention-seeking teens so if you can remember that person that version of yourself you're going to have a better understanding of your teenager mm -hmm. and that goes from all ages mm -hmm. like if when you were younger or Tristan was younger or Cameron or Kira or any of the children, I always go back to that mindset when I'm talking to them, when I'm trying to interact and trying to get information from them. Because when I was four years old, did I want to be screamed at or did I want to be like thrown in a corner? If that wasn't the type of punishment that I could recognize and process. And so I always try to remember like, what would Danny want and how would Danny want it to be, you know, disciplined or talked to age, at that yeah. age? And it has. It's helped, helped me a lot to understand people and kids. 
insane as adults and my friends I put myself in their shoes as mm -hmm. if I was there once upon a time which I have and for the most part I have certain situations I don't I just try to <laughs> like be in the present of how they're feeling and now I'm like okay now I feel that way but okay back to <laughs> how I okay so that was just all over the place mm -hmm. but my mom came home and she um really went off and I remember I went to the computer and I was like I'm tired of your shit I'm out of here I'm going to call TJ TJ is my brother I'm calling TJ so um I try to get on the computer and dial up back in the day you had to wait for it to dial up I was trying to contact my brother that way because she took the phone from me and um i got on the computer and she like cuts the wire so i am pissed off at this point i'm like oh my god like she's not hearing what i'm saying i'm definitely cutting off comprehending what she's trying to say at this point because it was i don't i didn't care mm -hmm. uh so i went upstairs and i started packing my bags and Brittany, my sister just kept on asking me not to leave and i was like oh god that sucks because I'm leaving her with her and I left and I walked a very 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 long distance I want to say I walked a good eight or nine miles in the middle of the night and my brother picked me up the next morning and I lived with him for a few months and then I met your father and that goes into my story of um, me being a dancer, me living in the city for a very long time. But yeah, that's that's basically the story of how I <laughs> got kicked out. I, but it's like, I try to, I'm an empath and I always try to understand the reason behind somebody's actions. And a lot of people don't understand, like, why are you trying to justify that? Why are you trying to, um, you know, make an excuse? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just trying to get in their mindset of mm -hmm. why that they would have reacted that way. Because it's easy to say, I would have never acted like that. Or it's easy to say that somebody was wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of hard with if you don't fully understand their reasons and why they react the way that they they do you know so but i'm i'm definitely at a better place with my mom today but do i wish that we had these communication tactics absolutely mm -hmm. like i think that because i was a mama's girl i you could not tell me anything about my mom. I don't care how abusive she was. I don't care that I don't care if you said anything about my mom. And it's still to this day, if you say anything about my mom, I'm like ready to go to war for you, mm -hmm. for her. And that's anything that I love though. It's like, I'm kind of psycho when it comes to that. But, <clears throat> but I always thought that I would have always had a very close relationship i could have never imagined i would have never been able to 
go back to my younger self and say, there's going to be a period of time that you do not talk to your mom. I could, I would have never believed it right? because I was not brainwashed, but I was so encrypted that that's her love language. That's how she loves me that you, I would have never thought in a million years that I would have disassociated from my mom, but I did once I realized when I had you and I, I and I knew, I knew from being, you know, a teen and I, I knew it was wrong. But it was like when I had you and the first time I ever like spank you, it didn't feel good. I was like, but my mom did it. So I'm just thinking that I'm supposed to do it. But it didn't make me feel good because I'm like, why is my baby crying? I inflicted that pain on my baby. Like she does not need to be smacked. Like yeah. she does not need to be smacked. And then it was like. I, I knew from that point, I was like, that was just unhealthy and un, unnormal. Right. I don't think that's, I, I, and I'm not opposed to spanking your kid, like going to butt, like, no, don't, or smacking a hand or, you know, popping in the mouth. Like, I'm not opposed to that. Would I do it? No. Have I done it? <laughs> yes. But if would I do it all over again? Absolutely not. But you didn't require to be beat. Like, I... To this day, I'm like, you got in three beatings. I got in three beatings my entire life. Yeah, I, and you probably remember all of them besides your first one, because it, you were like really, really small. Yeah, I remember my first one. But your two, I'm sure you remember. Only one. Which one? The yeah. The porn one. The bang bus one. I just told my girlfriend. About no, that. it was uh the Uggs one. Oh, the, yeah, <laughs> I remember that one as well. Yeah. I remember that one. I remember when um, I went, I went to Hermit Terrace. Ooh. I went to Hermit. I went to um, the old neighborhood where I grew up a few years back, and I showed my mom the picture, and and I thought that it would bring my mom joy, hmm. but it brought my mom like sadness. Yeah. We were like, I'm sorry for everything. Yeah. Was... And I was like, I was that was a cheerful time. I was like, yeah. what, girl? <laughs> But I said, I literally said, this is the dry bar. You smacked the crap out of me. <laughs> and you were just like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, trauma. Oh. I was just saying like, you know, you smacked the living crap out of me. <laughs> like, it wasn't even like I a sorry. smack. It I'm was sorry. like, hand cocked back. My face look. I am so sorry. It's, okay. Is it in... And I don't want you guys to misconstrued um, my laughter as haha. I laugh because I'm very uncomfortable. I laugh. You'll start realizing during the course of this podcast that I, um, <laughs> poor, you're so cute, that I um, laugh a lot when I'm uncomfortable. But yeah, I, I remember it and I hate myself for smacking you smacking you so um intensely i intentionally like smacked you mm -hmm. and you were only being a kid and it was my secret to bear and not yours so i hate my and i still hate myself for the fact that i smacked you because you told my secret like it well i shouldn't have told your secret but, but you oh, were a child i was eight <laughs> i was eight yeah i was Exactly. So I, you I knew no better. 
and I was the adult and I was wrong. I was wrong for like, why would I even put you in a situation where you had to keep my secret? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was like, damn, you're pissed at her for being a child and you're the one who's out here being a dickhead. Yeah. So, and I cannot apologize to you enough. And I don't know. I just want your forgiveness, but I know I don't deserve it because I shouldn't have snapped you but the way like, I did. Mom. Mona. Like, I don't want to say, like, I don't care, but you know I don't care. Like, I forgive you. I'm like, Okay. You were just... Okay, put no. Put it in this perspective. Would you allow anybody to smack you like that? Right now? Yeah. No. Absolutely. So your big self would have came through and was like, bitch, who the hell are you putting your hands on her? Do I'm, not smack I'm her not like that. I'm not saying that you were right because you were right. You were wrong for hitting me the way that you were, you were wrong for smacking me. Yeah. But, like, right now, like, I, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, I forgive no. you. Thank you. You've grown from that person. Yeah. And that was the last time the I last ever, time you've ever put your hands her. on me. Oh, my God. And I'm telling you now that I, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Off my shoulder. I really don't care. So and then and I vow to never, even though I be wanting to. I think that's when Theory gentle. Got a smart mouth. Theory got a smart mouth. You guys. My mouth um, is vicious. It's it's hard. But that was also in the beginning of me like going through my I'm healing from drugs and like it was it was like a harsh period. Yeah. And it just. Ugh, it was it was crazy your girl we have been through some storms together kiddo yeah we taught each other a lot we have um little fun fact i always wish my daughter a happy mother's day <laughs> that's also true because she raised me just as much as i raised her i was really young when i had you so mm -hmm. i i always feel like you deserve your flowers because there is no way no fucking way I would be this individual that I am today if it wasn't for the parenting of you like you have told me many a times like no that's that's not that's not right she has high standards because of me I mean I have always no, had, high, always standards. had high standards but when she would bring like a certain person around the house she's referring to my ex-boyfriend yes her ex-boyfriend the one who help me do drugs um i was like mom no you need a man that takes out your trash does, does your dishes i was just like yeah you you, you were and now me yeah uh, so but <laughs> yeah because i wasn't just in a relationship where we were consuming drugs i was in a very abusive relationship very. it was a very intense i remember that relationship and not only because of the drugs, but like a control thing as well, because I was a dancer and it takes a lot for a person to want to be with a dancer. I mean, me, would I ever date a dancer? Absolutely. Because I know the ins and outs. Like we don't, yeah. we don't go to work to try to get in a relationship and we don't go to work trying to like take your man. Trust me. It's more so your man than the dancer. Yeah. But when, from a man's perspective, looking outside, looking in, it's like, no, they're going and they're going to be provocative and things like that, mm -hmm. which is it's the case as well, because, you know, we're exotic dancers. We're dancing on stage. We're dancing for money. But it 
definitely played a role in um, the jealousy, mm -hmm. the abuse, the... And no, um, I need to say this. I was not an innocent flower in this because I have a mouth and I'm very, I have a very big temper. So if I'm taking it, you're taking it too. That's not a great trait to have, but I've, I've been a fighter my whole entire life. I've fought to live. I fought to breathe every day growing up. So when somebody puts their hands on me, I feel obligated to put my hands on them too. And so, I've, I've, I've definitely worked on that. I haven't been in a fight in almost yeah. 10 years. You so. gotta defend yourself though, because if you don't defend yourself, like they can kill you. People can. Like People. they can kill you. Yeah, being choked out or being punched in your face or punched in your head where your ears are bleeding and you're having black eyes and bruises all over you. It's, it's not, it's not a good look it's for- not a good look. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm grateful for those experiences. Yeah. And I think that it has opened my eyes to help you during, you know, your dating. It has. It's taught me how to delegate with you mm -hmm. during your dating um, eras. Because I know, regardless of how I feel about a situation or a friend or somebody, you're still going to do exactly what you want to do. Because there's been many a times where my friends and family was like, Danielle, including you, were like, no, girl, like, get out of that relationship. And then I'm still going to do it until I'm good and ready. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it has That's cost me everyone, a lot. Though. Like, it, everyone has to be there until, like you say, you hit your rock bottom. Yeah. It, I'm, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes like it costs a lot mentally mm -hmm. and it it's it, it takes a lot to get your stamina back to to a men mental state where you're good again mm -hmm. because trust is so hard and it could take one person to take the trust away from a lot of people of everybody so I agree with that. building like and I don't like to say your damaged goods or anybody's damaged goods, but there is nine times out of 10, if you're not putting in that work to rebuild your trust within yourself, to trust other people, it's going to be a downhill spiral every time you get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always say, like, take some time off for yourself when you come out of a relationship, regardless of how good it is, unpack that luggage before you go into another relationship because nobody deserves the luggage of somebody else's relationship. Dating just sucks sometimes, especially yeah. in this era. Oh, I could talk all day about that. Yeah, how is it? Dating in this era? I mean, I don't know. Ta <laughs> no. Honestly, like, this has nothing to do with me and my relationship, but a lot of relationships that I've seen, I feel like this generation lacks loyalty, lacks trust, lacks honesty, lacks anything that you need to be in a relationship, and lacks empathy, sympathy, all of it. Like, this generation lacks it all, and I don't know why, because we were raised by millennials, millennials which is, like, strange. I mean, I always say that because I was raised by a millennial. Millennial. But I'm also a general person. X, though. Yeah, but I don't know. 
I don't know. I just feel like this generation lacks everything that you need in a relationship. The like, there's only a, there's only like a few people that I know that actually have some type of like you know they're human like they're just good people. Yeah. Do you think <clears throat> taking the generations out of it? Do you think that it's just based on their surroundings? I think it's based on social media. Mm. Like social media, they sexualized toxicity. Romanticize. Ro yes, romanticize toxicity and like all that bad stuff when really it's not like, oh, my man cheated on me, so I cheat his car. And everyone in the comments is like, you go, girl. Ha, oh, ha, ha. yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Yeah, but that's, that's not cute. That's not cute, but that's literally how people, that's how this generation is. Like, it's because social media is such like a known thing and there's billions of people on it, it's like, it's just... I don't know. I can't really explain that. I just think that everyone romanticized toxicity and all that bad, super crap. Yeah. Nasty stuff. Um, I think it's definitely a society thing and a humanity yeah, thing because yeah, it's yeah. not just a generation because there's people my damn age still wanting to go follow people, key people's cars, do oh, this yeah. and talk crap. And I think it's it's a surroundings thing yeah i think when you surround yourself with people that want in to in to do better yeah. the outcome of your dating life or your relationships will be different and i'm learning that at four, almost 40 years old like, mm -hmm. it, theory hears me say this all the time because it, it's true you you and I, I would, I would want to believe that your generation has more access to how to be surrounded by more positive influences and sure. what they would want morally, morally out of life, instead of just our close circle. Like me being a Gen X millennial, we literally only had our community. We got one a. A AOL chat that you could speak to people but it wasn't like what you guys have now there wasn't like information and betterment um there was none of that when I was growing up I definitely my opinion is it's a surrounding thing you I think you surround yourself with people that don't have the morals and values are in or are equipped with the mentality that you have. Yeah. But there are a shit ton of people out there your age. As you see, there's so many influences out there. You you see them that we speak about all, all the time. And they're your age and they have a different morals high ground. Yeah. They, they have a different outlook on life because it's reachable for them. Yeah. The people, and I'm not bashing anybody in our community where we live or anything but the lack of reach for a golden life is not feasible for them or mm -hmm. to them so they don't want to embrace a betterment for themselves or their surroundings yeah. they they lead on to people that are doing the same things that they're doing like hanging out at the, behind a house or behind a 7-eleven or like things like that yeah whereas though you and some of your friends are like, okay, let's book this trip to Bali. Let's do this motivational speech um, program. Let's do yes. this. Like, there's you. It's all about your surroundings. Mm -hmm. So dating doesn't have to be so blah. It definitely is the people that you are around mm -hmm. because that's what you're gonna draw in. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's 
all that is. That's the truth. It is. I mean, it's my truth. It doesn't have to be correct. So everybody's situation in, is, is different. But the people that you surround yourself with dictates your future when it comes to love life, finances, fulfillment in life, things like that. Like, yeah. When you surround yourself with better, you'll do better. Right. Even in the dating world. I think dating's fun when you're in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate toxicity. As much as I, like, say I have toxic traits because, um, everyone does. Everybody has toxic traits. Everyone is, I feel like everyone has manipulation in them. Everyone has gaslighting in them and everyone has narcissism in them. You can't say I'm wrong. That say, what is that? That's like what? For gaslighting? Yeah. Everyone has it in them, but I hate a toxic relationship. I hate toxic friendships. I've always been a person to, like, if you show any sign of toxicity... You distance yourself. I distance myself. Yeah, you do. Like, I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I like, don't do that shit either. Like, if <clears> you don't get with me with that bullcrap, like, ill. Yeah, if I feel your energy, I'm... I tell you, even you, if I feel that energy, I'm gone. I might be cordial with you. Yeah. I might be socialized with you if I see you out at a gathering or if I see you out in public. So, are you, are you, you will not be in my close circle. Mm-hmm. You will not be in my close circle. Like, there's nothing more unattractive than, like, a bad vibe. <laughs> Like bad vibe. That bad vibe is just unappealing to me. It's not like, can you have you ever just walked into the room and the whole like energy was like? I could tell y'all one person, but I can't say. But I'm gonna say I know exactly what you're talking about. This one person, we're on a trip, and this one person walked into a room, the room that we're all in, and I left. Oh God. So fast i was outside for like three hours until we had to leave yeah because she like you still dislike I her i still dislike her to this day i can't i just can't fathom i just can't be around her she just like she there's something about her and i cannot put my finger <laughs> on it and i just want to like just one good knock of good energy into her because <laughs> i just can't deal with her like yeah. I've never, and my mom's always like, you'll you'll see. Like there's gonna be one person you feel that energy when you feel it. Yeah, you and do. I felt it, and mm-hmm. I pulled my mom aside so quick. I was like, I'm either gonna fly home today, or like she needs to not come around me. Yeah, and never again. And she came around me. That trip. That trip. And I'm I, I'm just saying I never had you around her ever. Ever again. no no that yeah. trip she came around me but never again have I mm. ever been associated with that girl. Yeah no um yeah her energy was off I wasn't as alerted as you but I I think I was so hypersensitive to more everything else that was going oh on was still like I was I'm my my daughter's here so I was more so focused on what are you doing. Who are you talking to? Where are you at? Are you having fun? Do you feel safe? Like, and I, she yelled at me for that. Because, because she kept asking me. And, like, why do you keep asking if I keep saying yes, I'm fine? I just hate when people constantly ask me if I'm okay. I know, but it was different. 
the we're first time at a club theory we're in a different setting we are in a we're different out and about exactly so each time we get into a different setting i'm just making sure that you are okay and that's fine i'm not like like saying don't do that to you me, did mom. you just yelled at me but i'm saying <laughs> it's when it's constant it's just like oh my god like i have to stop what i'm doing to answer yes mom i'm fine and 10 seconds later are you sure just making sure kiddo i'm fine but ultimately, you wasn't fine, and that's the whole point. I was of me. fine. I had my moments where I was fine, and then I had my moments when I was just like, oh, "What the hell is going on? Like, yeah. Why am I here?" Yeah, that was a big eye opener. Me of... and another influencer the whole time were just like, "We want to just leave." Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy trip. But hey, here we are, two, three years later. I don't know. I don't know. But it was. I think overall, um, our I think it was great for us because we realized that we have the same similarities. Like, no, we're not leaving. Like, we just have a lot of the same morals. Yeah. Like when we're at the restaurant and we're both we're leaned back, just observing everyone. Yeah, we're very similar when it comes to that because I think your surroundings is important. Very important. And me, and mom went to the bathroom. And we were both like, did you see that girl at that table? Yeah, what is going on I here? I and us. And I was yeah. like, yes. And she was like, so you were watching? I was like, yes. Yeah, of course we were watching. But we were also about to know, we both asked at the same time, like, are you okay? And we were like, yeah, I'm observing. We just, that's what we do. Yeah, but environment is very important. And um, it just makes me realize that if I would have had this information when I was younger, mm-hmm. I think I would have been in a better position. Yeah. But everything happens. Everybody's journey is different. And I was meant to go through all these trials and tribulations so I can be who you are today. Be who the person I am today to help every help myself and help you make this world a better place. And as long as you continue to be the human being, the decent human being that you are, I feel like I did a job well done. Decent? Well, I'm not saying I'm just a human being. Like, you are a decent human, a wonderful, a magnificent, Thank wonder, you. wonderful human being. Thank you. Decent. I, I think that's I think like it's average. Just, I'm not saying that you're an average individual. Yeah, I'm just saying I that I think that I'm a decent human. Like, I'm, a, I'm better than just a human. Yeah, you're not a piece of shit human. There's a lot of parents out here that's raising little monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna repro- they're gonna procreate and create other little monsters. Like there's a lot of them. I'm not. I'm saying that I I raised you to be a, a sensitive, caring, very willful, beautiful soul. Yeah, I agree. With courageous. That. You you are something that society would deem as a, a acceptable. A princess. I wonder if a princess has ever wanted to marry a princess and not a prince. Or Girl, do you think that there's not any of that kind of shit that goes on behind those walls? Girl. Oh, I know they be getting all smirky and dirty. Listen, everyone does. Mm. I think everyone has a little bit of fruitcake in them. That's a different topic, though. Yeah, I, you know, but I am not going to say that I disagree with you. But it's a very sensitive topic. But I definitely think that... A lot of kids at a very, very early age want to experiment. So curious. And and I'm not saying like little children just experiment. Not but like five year old. I'm just saying that k- kids get 
start experiencing their hormones at a very young age and whether parents or people like to want to accept this fact or not nine times out of ten they're trying it and experiment experimenting it with the same sex before society tells them what's acceptable and what's not mm -hmm. they're experimenting with the same sex and like i said before that does not mean that they are gay they possibly realize that they don't like that and they mm -hmm. like something else but nine times out of ten somebody everybody majority of people have thought about it or experienced it yeah and a lot of homophobia a lot of homophobic people are the ones that i question the most mm. and i said what i said she said what she said there's a lot of homophobic people that the reasons why they're so, so strongly against it is because they probably once had a desire and never fully fulfilled it. Hmm? Fulfilled it. Fulfilled it. And they have resentment probably towards themselves and that's probably why they hate themselves and that's why they hate anybody that expresses themselves the way that they do. Mm. But that's my opinion on that. But that's a different topic because we could definitely go a lot deeper into that. But that's my synopsis of a like short answer for that i just think that humanity was... sucks wow i don't yeah. think humanity sucks i think yeah. humanity is beautiful i definitely think that it's humanity before religion or sexual or orientation i think that before any of the laws of attractions and laws about above god and i think that people were just attracted to whoever they wanted and I think that humans trying to get law and order was like, no, it's a sin. No, it's a crime. No, you shouldn't be this way. And this is where we are today. I think people, I think that it's so wrong that they should not be putting religion in laws. I think that you shouldn't. And they constantly do. Like, I'm just going to say this for example, when the whole like road was made hmm. and People were like, yeah, well, like, you're killing, like, God doesn't, blah, blah, blah. like, they were putting religion into it. And I, this, like, that, like, okay, you can have your opinion. I really don't care. Like, if you think that it's bad, okay. If you think it's good, okay. But when you sit there and put Jesus Christ himself into it, it's like, well, Jesus would, wouldn't want you to do that. You're going to hell for doing that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be killing, like, you shouldn't be killing, that's a sin. Da, da, da. it's just like why are you putting religion into like people's choices because it's the only way that to, to control the narrative okay well i mean that's that's the re real reason behind it but if they were so concerned about murdering children they mm -hmm. would have a more stricter law on gun control they would have a different system in place for foster care they would just have so many more laws that were protecting children and not yeah. just like when it comes to a woman's womb they just want to control them that's all it is it's controlling uh yeah but i i definitely i yeah yeah i definitely believe that it has nothing to do with religion when it comes to people it's just like you just want to be fucking nosy at the end of the day mm -hmm. you want control over what i do and say mm -hmm. and it's a it's an attack against humanity and a lot of people refuse to put humanity before anything and a lot of people put religion i'm not the most religious person i am a spiritual individual but yes. when it comes to humanity i will always put that 
above anything because that is facts to me mm -hmm. that is something that i could prove community is here and it, it is an existence religion is not it's it's a faith and there's a difference like this is fact you and i right here this is facts religion it's it's not it's it's a faith that i have to elude yeah there's possible there's positive things that happen every day do i pray to god every single morning i wake up absolutely because I know that there is something within me that it desires to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I, will, I will remain a person that puts humanity before anything. And if you're right, if, if your desire is to abort a child or a fetus or a seed, that is your prerogative. Yep, you that, is, that. that is your rights. You can't sit here and say, I don't like abortions. Yeah. You cannot do that. That is a crime. That is, un that's disgusting. Like, that's not your fucking right to tell me. It's the people that think that their opinions mm -hmm. are the only opinions that matter. Yeah, but, like, but do I believe in abortion? I do. I, I've gotten abortions. I, I have. I don't believe that it should be a form of birth, birth control. I, if, like, but do, would I say you're a horrible person if you did that? Nope. Absolutely not. That's your right. But would I, I can only talk for myself, but would I constantly go have unprotected sex if I knew that I was that fertile to where I would continuously have get four or five, six. Constantly like, oh, I'm pregnant this month, abortion. Oh, I'm pregnant. I'm getting abortion. If, and you're not doing anything to protect yourself or... Mm -hmm. To not get pregnant, then it's like, okay, well. Luna. Maybe you need to wear protection. Yeah. Or do something. But if you chose to have an abortion after abortion after abortion after abortion, yeah. that is your prerogative. It's, it's not your mine. Body, not it's not mine. I don't think that you're going to hell for it. I don't think that I'm not damning you to hell for it. I'm not cursing you. I'm not, like, none of that. But that is my personal opinion. I don't think that it is healthy for for your body to go through those ups and downs like that constantly. Yeah. Like I'm pregnant, I'm not. I'm, you, I can only imagine what your body would be going through if it was like a constant cycle of mm -hmm. pregnant abortion, pregnant abortion. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with like miscarriages or anything like that. Like that's that is just awful. I would. I've had also a miscarriage, so I would never want anybody to go through that either. It just, it just, that's awful. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my thought on abortions. I, your body, your choice, do whatever you want with it. Amen. Um, but yeah, and I don't think anybody should have an opinion on your body. Amen to that as well. You want a tattoo? Go get a fucking tattoo. You want to put a bullhorn in the middle of your forehead? Absolutely. Do what you want to do. Sorry, that was a mouthful. We just went across the country with different topics here. Because I said that we didn't have we didn't have a topic that we were going to. We just wanted to talk. We just wanted to talk today, and we did start off with this a strong topic with me being kicked out when I was sixteen. But here we are today. I don't know, but I wanted to say. <clears throat> I wanted to I wanted to say thank you guys for listening and tuning in today. I know it was a short podcast, but we just wanted to get on here and basically just blob. This is what a day-to-day -day conversation mm -hmm. looks like between theory my 
and myself. So if you guys liked just sitting on the sofa and having a blah, blah, blah conversation, let us know. Don't forget to comment, like, and share on our Instagram, Eatin' Rotten Apples podcast. Also, our TikTok is the same thing. Yeah, but if you guys... Don't forget to leave comments if, if you guys want to have um, certain conversations either. And We do um, have an email. It's the same thing. Eatin' Rotten Apples. Not pod. Just eating Rotten Apples at gmail.com. If you guys have a story or if there's something that you guys want us to talk about, we can be seen faster on there. Um, yeah, but yeah, anything... Look, guys, I'm just really chilled and happy to be here and that you guys show up every week. It's quite impressive. Um, I'm thinking about doing a giveaway next week. Oh, yeah. Like a $100 giveaway. Yeah. Maybe a contest. Yeah. Maybe I can get some details for next week and we can have something up and then we'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah. But for now, you guys, I love you guys very much. This is Danny with a Y. And this is Theory with an I. And you just eating rotten apples. <laughs> Theory. That's my, I say it every time. That's my impersonation <laughs> of eating an apple. I hear you, baby.